Whether the narcissist who abused you was a parent, sibling, spouse, or someone else, you're going to grieve. In this video, we'll assume the narcissist is your mother, since that's the experience most of my readers have. The grief process following narcissistic abuse is much like grieving someone you love when they die. Some people say there's seven stages to grief, and you can experience them all after narcissistic abuse. It usually starts with this belief. You first learn about narcissistic personality disorder, and it boggles your mind. You're amazed a person can be so cold, calculating, and cruel, but especially to their own child. It's shocking anyone can behave that way. You don't want to accept it. It's incredibly hard to accept because your parent also instilled the belief in you that you are always the problem, not your parent. From disbelief, you move into pain and guilt. This happens when you start seeing that things really were bad and it hurts. You also may feel guilty if you moved away from your narcissistic parents and left behind your younger siblings. After pain and guilt often come anger. You begin to feel anger, even rage at your narcissistic mother for the awful things that she did to you. You may think things like, how dare she, when you think about the awful things she did. Depression and loneliness often follow anger. You start feeling sorry for yourself because you realize you went through a lot of really terrible things. You may feel robbed of many things that most people have, like a normal childhood or loving parents. It also can feel like nobody understands your suffering and you're all alone in it. You feel as if your heart's breaking. This stage often takes the longest to move through. Remember, there's nothing wrong with feeling sorry for yourself, by the way. You've been through a lot. Feeling compassion for yourself is a good thing. You'd feel that if someone else told you what they experienced and it was just like what you did, so why not feel that same compassion for yourself as well? Eventually, though, you move into the next stage, which is moving on. The depression and loneliness begin to lift and you start feeling a bit better. From there, you move into another healing place. This is when you start looking for things to help you heal, such as therapy or self-help books, support groups, that sort of thing. Finally, you move into the final stage of grief, acceptance. This is a point where you can say things like, my mother abused me, or my mother didn't love me without any shame or anger. Naturally, they'll make you feel sadness, of course, but the sadness won't be overwhelming. Going through these stages is not a simple process. You may bounce back and forth between stages or skip a stage. That's normal. Grief is very complicated and everybody does it differently. You're also probably going to have to go through grief a few times. It's rarely a one-time thing when it comes to narcissistic abuse. I thought I'd grieved as much as I could years ago, but then repressed memories came back or my parents said or did something else to me and I found I needed to grieve as part of my healing from those things. Also, going no contact with my parents at first triggered another big episode of grief. Grieving after narcissistic abuse is very much like grieving the death of someone you love. When someone you love dies, you do the bulk of your grief immediately after. But then, even years later, something may remind you of that person and you feel sad or you even shed a few tears. The same thing happens with narcissistic abuse, in particular when it's a parent. Losing that relationship in the hope that it one day maybe your narcissistic mother will love you is extremely painful. Grieving is a painful and challenging process, but you can get through it with God's help and that of the loving and safe people in your life.